Welcome to the Managing Miscarriage Podcast. I am Melissa Whitman, founder of the nonprofit One Generation and our current initiative, Managing Miscarriage. I need your help. Let's take this community to the next level. Here's what you can do. Number one, if you like this podcast, please hit pause and take a few seconds to rate it on iTunes. Number two, donate through our website, managingmiscarriage.com. Number three, share your story. Go to calendly.com slash Melissa Whitman to schedule a time to chat with me. Or number four, join our Patreon page for over 30 more episodes you can't find anywhere else as well as exclusive content. Patreon.com slash miscarriage. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash miscarriage. All the details are linked in the show notes. Enjoy the episode and thanks for tuning in. Hey there, welcome to this joint venture between the Managing Miscarriage podcast and my very own Love and Loss podcast, helping you recover emotionally, physically, and spiritually from pregnancy loss. I'm your host, Sherry Johnson, and today I'm going to be sharing with you how to end a tough year on a positive note. If you're here listening to this podcast, it's pretty likely that you've had a loss in the last year or at least recently, or maybe you're going through a period of infertility. So it's likely that you've had some tough times this year and I know what that feels like and I want to share with you how to end a tough year on a positive note. So for me... I'll start with a little story. I remember 2012 like it was yesterday. My brother-in-law passed away very suddenly of a rare disease. And two months later, I had my first miscarriage. The day after my miscarriage, my job was restructured at work. And then we moved to a new city a couple of months after that. So needless to say, my husband and I were ready to say good riddance to 2012 and move forward into 2013. Our language was not quite as polite as that, needless to say. I've had some more difficult years since then. I had two more miscarriages. I had six years in total of infertility, lots of stress. But in the more recent years, I learned that reflecting back on the year behind me before looking forward can bring more positivity than anything else. And I want to tell you why. When we're so focused on what's next, what's next, what's next, we often forget to turn around and see how far we've come. So if you're on a fertility journey or you've had a pregnancy loss, I'm almost certain that you've had some pretty incredible growth this past year. You've likely had to do some things that were not easy, but you made it through. You've probably connected with people that you never would have met, or you've made decisions that you never thought you could make. It's really important to recognize that. And I'm almost afraid to say it, but find gratitude for it. So creating Positive emotions like gratitude, even for the tough lessons that we've learned, brings our minds and bodies into a higher vibration, a higher state of being. 
And I think you actually know what that feels like. You felt it before. It's the feeling you have when you're on a natural high, when you're feeling really joyful about something, feeling really celebratory. And it's, it's this level of being that attracts more of these emotions. See, the universe wants you to feel good. It's like she says, okay, I get it. I'm picking up on these positive vibes. I know how she wants to feel, and I'm going to give her more of that. So when you make a concerted effort to get into that higher vibrational state in your body, you will be shocked at what else comes into your life. I'm going to teach you one way to do it, and it's my end of year ritual. So are you ready to start? I would invite you to get out a piece of paper or journal and write these things down. So I like to consider each of a number of areas in my life. So not just personal life and business life or career life. They're kind of broken up into some different areas. So I'll list them off for you. Financial, career, social, which might be friends, might be social events, might be just things that you get out to. There's family, family relationships. There's love, romance, or pleasure if you're maybe not in a relationship. At the moment, there's health and wellness, spirituality, community and giving back, volunteer work, that sort of thing. And then hobbies and fun. So I'm going to read them over again really quickly. Financial, career, social, family, love and romance or spouse, health and wellness, spirituality, community and giving back, hobbies and fun. So what I like to do is consider each of those areas in my life and reflect on them. And then I answer some questions. So here are the questions. Number one, what are your biggest accomplishments? So this might be an accomplishment in your your business or might be in your home. You might have remodeled your kitchen or you might have, that's a huge feat, by the way, I did mine this year. Um, you might have, you might have completed three IUI treatments and that actually is a big accomplishment. Organizing that, getting yourself to your appointments, giving yourself shots, um, Everything that it takes to get through all of that is a huge accomplishment. So don't discount the things that seem negative or weren't as fun as maybe other things in your life, or, you know, it doesn't feel like an achievement in your career, like getting a promotion. There are accomplishments in your life that are just hard things that you've been able to do. So don't forget about those or don't discount them. So that's number one question. What are your biggest accomplishments? Number two, what are the memories you created? So 
positive or negative, I would encourage you to focus on the positive, but perhaps there are some positive memories among the negatives. So perhaps, um, perhaps you met someone that you never would have met had you not gone through your loss, for example. So, you know, you met that person for coffee one day to chat and were able to feel support from that person. That's a memory. So don't necessarily discount the small things. Think of all of the the kinds of memories that you created over the year that you're going to take forward. So that's number two. What are the memories you created? Number three, what are the lessons you have learned? This is sometimes a hard one, but if you've learned something from your experiences, that's a really positive thing. Sometimes it can be hard to learn from loss. It can be hard to learn from things that we experience as difficult or negative, but often we learn lessons from those experiences. And I would encourage you to think through what are those lessons and can you be grateful for them because they've brought you to where you are today. So that's number three. What lessons have you learned? How have you grown? I can guarantee that you've experienced growth this year. If you've had a loss, there's all kinds of things that you need to do to manage your grief, to get through your grief, uh, whether you've had a loss or whether you're experiencing infertility or whether you've had other kinds of loss. So even if you've experienced the loss of a pet or the loss of a relationship, a job, there are all kinds of kinds of losses that will promote your own inner growth. So think through in this past year, how have you grown? And number five, what are you most grateful for? I talk a lot about gratitude and and that's one of the things that I truly believe is something that will change your life when you start to think about and and be grateful every single day even for the small things, the moments that you can appreciate in your life, the people who have come into your life, the people that you love who are already in your life, the experiences that you have had that were positive over the last year. Don't hold back. Nothing is too small if it's something that brought you to where you are today, if it brought you a positive memory, if it brought you something positive in your life. So I would invite you to get this all into a journal or a notebook. Try for before January 1st or the first week of January. Um, I'm going to run through those five questions just really quickly, just to recap in case you didn't get them down. So number one, what are your biggest accomplishments in each of those areas that I mentioned? Number two, what are the memories you created? Number three, what are the lessons you have learned? Number four, how have you grown? Number five, what are you most grateful for? So once again, get out your journal 
or just a notebook, a piece of paper, and start writing some of these things down. You can do it for this year. And since we're actually finishing off a decade in the next, uh, very shortly, I don't know what the date is today, and then within the next two weeks, um, you could even do it for the last 10 years. So I would invite you to do that. It can be quite enlightening and may actually change your mindset going into the new year and going into the new decade. So I will leave you with that. I hope you have a wonderful 2020. I hope that many good things come to you this year and a also this coming decade. I hope some wonderful things come to you then. Stay tuned for my next podcast, which will be part two of how to end a tough year on a positive note. We're going to start looking forward into 2020 and talk a little bit about manifesting your dreams. So come back for that and we'll talk to you then. Hey, you stay connected. Find us on Instagram at Managing Miscarriage, on Facebook at Miscarriage Nonprofit, and don't forget to download the free e-guide on our website, managingmiscarriage.com. Please rate and review this podcast to help other women find us and consider sharing your story. Hang in there, mama.